Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ridiculous News is a production of iHeartRadio and Cool 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 Audio. With amazing and crazy topics to pick and to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News with interesting views on breaking the rules of broadcasting and all sorts of wild reports to keep us laughing with funny off-brand upbeat journalism, the strange and unusual stories of what we give them when it's all about ridiculous news everywhere. We talking about ridiculous news over here. Hey everyone, welcome to Ridiculous News, not your average news show. We cover stuff you didn't realize was news, from the wild and funny to the deep and hidden to the absolutely ridiculous. I'm Bill Worley, an Atlanta-based filmmaker. I'm a comedian, and I got a lot of friends named Kevin. I hope everyone has a friend named Kevin, because Kevins are cool. Yeah, uh, Kevin's a great name, uh, Bill. So many great Kevins that we both know. So many great Kevins I wish I knew. Um, hey everyone, mm-hmm. uh, I'm Mark Kendall. I'm an Atlanta-based comedian, and you know, as far as the most unique Kevin Bacon movie I've ever seen, and I say unique with quotations. I think when I say unique, mm. I mean terrible. Um, <laughs> the worst one I've ever seen is The Air Up There. Have you heard of this movie, Bill? I don't. I, you know what? It kind of rings a bell. Uh, is this the 90s? Yes. Bill? Uh, okay. So in anticipation of today's episode, I rewatched the trailer again today just to make sure that oh, it really man. happened. Because, you know. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you watch those movies and you're like, dude, that was so weird. Was that really real? And then you search so it bizarre. to see if it was. And, you know, watch the trailer again. It's pretty cringe. Now, to be fair, I'm a, I'm a big Kevin Bacon fan. I love his commitment. Okay, I think he's yeah. a great actor. This is not against him as a person, but I was rereading the Wikipedia article about how the movie The Air Up There was received. And I think it said, oh, like, man. you know, uh, like, uh, this is me paraphrasing, not using the exact words, but like, uh, <laughs> but like uh, cliche and cultural imperialism. Because <laughs> basically this movie, all right, Kevin Bacon travels to Kenya to recruit a top basketball prospect. And then like, I suppose it's, to, I guess it's supposed to be like funny because he like is welcomed oh, in by this like community in Kenya. And so wild, wild trailer. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm watching the preview and man, it is, there are some stereotypes <laughs> yeah. being yeah. thrown around. Yeah. My God, yeah. this is, yeah, yeah. this yeah. would not be made. Yeah. Yeah. Today. If, you, if you wanted to like ruin a party, uh, I would just like throw this on the projector and people would be like, oh, cool. Kevin Bacon. Oh, wow. Is that Kenya? And then they'd be like, oh, oh, God, no. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Let's all hang outside. Let's make this an outdoor party. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, yeah, it's a good way to end a, end a gathering. Um, well, y'all, if you can't tell already, today is an amazing deep dive episode about Kevin Bacon. We're going to talk about career highlights of the man, the myth, the legend, little known facts, and of course, diving into six degrees of Kevin Bacon. And Mark, I'm so excited because we're joined by an amazing human being and friend, Kevin Barry. He's a senior writer at Cartoon Network. That's a big deal, y'all. He's worked on content for shows like Adventure Time, Steven Universe, Teen Titans Go, Ben 10. He's an amazing comedian who's performed for years and years, an improviser, writer. And beyond writing, he's also a uh, super talented illustrator. You can follow him at Kevin Barry Draws on IG. That's Kevin B-A-R-R-Y Draws on IG. So happy to have you here. Welcome, Kevin, to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. This is so fun. You know, this is my my first podcast ever. So this is uh, it's my debut here. That's so. awesome. Dude, we're, you were so awesome because, you know, we, we've known you for a long time. And Kevin, we, for your debut, to hopefully make it as, as pleasant as possible, we're going to do uh, a thing we call giving our guests their flowers. And this is just, we'll give you some compliments, which you cannot give them back. You're not allowed to give <laughs> any flowers back. And I'll go first. Kevin, you're one of the best friends I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I talked at your wedding. Uh, you're an amazing uh, human being who I love with most of my heart. I was, why did I say most of my heart? <laughs> what about the rest? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, I think what it was is just like, you got to let yourself love, man. You got to give all I yourself. I know. You know what I mean? Dude, mm-hmm. this is, mm-hmm. I need to do some work. <laughs> I, need I need some work on myself. But uh, Kevin, I love you, man. We went to Italy together. We've traveled to different trips. We've known each other for, gosh, what, 12, 14 years, something like that. Yeah, I would uh, say. And we went to yeah. Spain together, not Italy. But it was a, it was a really memorable trip for me. <laughs> oh, you can tell how much Kevin Barry means to me. So excited to have you on the show, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, hey man, you're a great guy, as 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 Bill said. Um, a couple things. I'm going to name a couple superficial things about you as well. And in addition to you as a as a your character, uh, you're very ta- tall. You're a handsome dude. Uh, great runner. You're in shape. So I think that people need to know that just because it's like they're listening to the podcast. They can't see it. But that's not the most important thing about you. I think you have a wonderful, beautiful family. Um, you're uh, a, a very talented artist that works in many different mediums. And I also got to say, even though I said, uh, you know, bad things about uh, your movie, The Air Up There, you're one of the great actors out there. And so getting the chance to spend the time with you on this podcast is I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. Yeah. Mark, yeah, this I'm I am I am a Kevin B, mm-hmm. but I'm not that Kevin B. I'm, I'm Kevin Kevin Barry. Oh, dude, like the 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 cartoon improviser from Atlanta. Okay, yeah, yeah, what? that guy. Yeah, dude, dude. Okay, can I can I do this again? Can I say this? Oh, again? yeah, sure. Absolutely. No, right. absolutely. Right. So, so, Start over, uh, yeah. Kevin. Uh, tall, handsome, great runner, great artist in many different mediums. You have an amazing family. Uh, great dude, and I'm happy to have you here. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Thank you. You know, most compliments to Kevin Bacon are also interchangeable for me, and that's that's very yes. convenient. 
Yes. And I, I also need to shout out your amazing wife, Jill, and yes. your wonderful son, Jake. Uh, super awesome uh, human beings as well. Well, uh, one, thank you. One that you married, one that you created together. We, we did. Your- <laughs> we did a good job with that. You know, it's funny. Um, so Jake is four. He's in preschool. And he's yeah. been learning about emotions. And they, they did this thing where they told everyone, like, everyone has an invisible bucket. And when you say nice things or do nice things for them, then it fills that bucket up. So Ooh. so right now, my bucket is very full of flowers. Thank you uh, very right. much. Awesome. Well, we'll move on. And thank you for being here, Kevin. We're going to go into our Ridiculous News Nibbles, which, of course, are Kevin Bacon themed. And this first one is about how Kevin Bacon actually enrolled himself in high school when he was 24 to train for Footloose. And I know there's, you know, there's always older people playing high school students (laughs) and all kinds of uh, TV shows and movies. Um, But he actually went deep undercover to prepare for Footloose. And he was on a podcast recently, uh, the Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard talking about it and uh, revealed that he did that because he, of course, he wanted to really understand the life of a teen in the 1980s, which is interesting. I don't know about y'all, but like... Now at 39, almost, Kevin, you're almost 40. You can be 40. Very close. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, you know, I feel like I would definitely need to go do some research. You're 24. You're not that removed from high school, but, you know, I guess that's what you know. The the lingo changes, you know, Mm -hmm. quickly. Mm -hmm. If you're just like going in, talking about fidget spinners Mm -hmm. and calling things on fleek, you know, like that's, I mean, that's not that far gone, but it's gone. You know what I mean? It's gone. Do y'all have a moment when you realize that you had been far removed from high school? Mm Because I I remember my Mm -hmm. moment. I was uh, at some point in my 20s and I was teaching high school improv. And so I was watching these high schoolers uh, improvise and 9-11 came up and it was clear mm. that they had no like actual memory of it so they knew what it was and they had heard uh-huh. of it but they were like oh you know 9-11 and it's not that they weren't informed historically but clearly they were not alive and they just were not you, you know they weren't present for it yeah. i can't remember if they were old enough that they were actually alive or not but I was, it was at that point where i'm like wow that is like a cultural shift if you were someone that just wasn't alive when that happened. And so that that's that's something that comes to mind for me. Yeah. Well, I, there's two things that jump out to me. And one of them, this, at this point, it sounds old anyway. But someone years and years ago was like, Facebook is for old people. And then, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, shoot. I thought that was like a new thing. <laughs> and <laughs> Bill, there's been like four new platforms since then. Or, Bill, you know, when, did this, right. when did this keep happen? Going. When did this This is a week ago. Okay, okay this is a week ago. <laughs> No, <laughs> I mean, it was probably five years ago or so. Uh-huh. I don't know. That, that time has no meaning after uh-huh. the pandemic. But I, I, the other thing that I heard that really this just jumps out was someone talking about their, uh, the, uh, they were in the car with their parents and the Blink-182 song came on. I was like, oh, that was the song that my parents got engaged to before they had me. And it was oh, like, wow. oh, <laughs> interesting that that's... A thing that was a story that's real. Um, yeah, what about you, Kim? Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of things that dated me from high school, hmm, I don't really know. Um, you're you're kind of uh, you know undate. <laughs> undate. <laughs> I'm ageless. I don't age. Well, you know so, what, Kevin? You know what, Kevin? Actually, you know what's interesting about that is like. I feel like, you know, you're a father, so you're plugged into like a younger energy and, you know, mm-hmm. you work at Cartoon mm-hmm. Network. So I bet you're in tune with yeah. 
like what is normal for those kids. In addition to all that, I mean, it's just like you're an open person, you know what I'm saying? And open to like new yeah. things, open to change. So I honestly kind of bet you're one of those people that are probably like a little bit more ageless and probably better able to relate to other generations because you do it all day, every day, you know? Yeah, uh, that's that makes sense for sure. Um, I think there's probably like, you know, I've got, I know my generation, I know like the really young kids with Jake being four and then the kind of younger set for cartoon. And it's like that middle area, the, the now 20 somethings. It's like, oh yeah, Gen Z, what are they up to? No one knows. <laughs> no, one. unless you're on TikTok, then you know everything right. they're up to. So, you know, Kevin Bacon did go back to the school. The only people who was in on the scheme was the high school principal. Um, and he said when he walked in, this is a quote from Kevin Bacon. When I walked in, I had this idea that a guy like me raised in an urban kind of situation comes to a country school. He's going down the hall like a badass. They don't, don't F with me. He said, the second I walked in there, it was the complete opposite. He continued. I was like, holy F, I got to watch my A. This is <laughs> <laughs> These guys are much bigger than me. They right away don't likely. Uh, but he said, luckily, in a sweet moment that mirrored the plot of Footloose, Bacon said one student defended him from the bullies. This sounds like a little yeah. bit like the beginning of uh, the 21 Jump Street movie with Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Where mm, Channing yeah. Tatum's like, oh, yes. man, I'm going to go back to my days of being a jock. And then he walks in yeah. and there's immediately like that tonal shift where the high school kids are like, you are not cool at all. That's what this sounds like. Oh, I I love that. He comes in <laughs> in the big old car and they're like, what what miles per gallon does that get? He's like, I don't know, like eight. <laughs> and then they're like, well, our car runs on like, you know, recycled waste right. and stuff. Right. And I, I, yeah, that I love that, that flipperoo. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, and, and maybe, maybe they took some of that from this experience because that was the experience that Kevin Bacon had. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a good thing that that kid was there to stand up to the bullies because, I mean, otherwise, Kevin Bacon, I mean, he could be showing up to set with a black eye, you know, like he could have right. really delayed the film. That's true. That's true. Hollywood owes that that person a medal for sure. Uh, well, y'all, mm-hmm. here's another story about Kevin Bacon, y'all. So he did an interview on Jason Bateman, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes' uh, Smartless podcast, right? And so they were uh, talking. He shared the fact that uh, he lost most of his fortune to Bernie Madoff, apparently. So this is a CNBC mm-hmm. article that was breaking this down. So he was drawn to the promise of a high return of his investment with Madoff. But in hindsight, the tantalizing figures should have been a warning sign. Uh, Kevin Bacon is quoted as saying, there's obvious life lessons there. If something is too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And Is that our friendship, Kevin? <laughs> your friendship with me? Do you think, does that ever give you those? I don't know. Things? I mean, you, you're not using your whole heart in our friendship so i think you'll be all right that that trip to germany was so memorable (laughs) it was such a special trip yeah to the uk um yeah yeah so you know so bernie madoff this huge fraud scheme that he had ripped off a a bunch of people right and so despite the massive financial hit that kevin bacon took Uh, He admitted that he didn't expect to receive much sympathy for what he had experienced. So there's another quote of him saying, I think people will be not happy to hear me whining about money. I think that's good self-awareness because I think like, you know, people got money problems. So 
I respect him for having that awareness, you know, talking about Sure. And, and, and I mean, it's crazy to look at that. Bernie, may, I mean, uh, for those folks that don't know, it's a huge Ponzi scheme. Yeah. But he ripped off clients $65 billion with a B. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money that he just ripped off. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Take that, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, Kevin Bacon, he's a big celebrity. He can make more money pretty easily. He can, he's a working actor. Right. You know, he can get a role somewhere. But the other the other people who are you know victims of that maybe they couldn't right. as easily so right yeah it's good to be a little self aware of that we're gonna get more into the six degrees of Kevin Bacon later but it's just interesting to me about this headline that he has a connection to Bernie Madoff you know what I'm saying it's just like right it's just weird how he's connected it's like one degree too yeah. it's right yeah. there it's just like what who else is this dude connected to. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With amazing and crazy topics for picking to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. 
All right, y'all. So we're back uh, talking about uh, our good friend, Kevin Bacon. And it's so great to have him here on the podcast today. It's so good you're here, Kevin and, Bacon. Thanks um, for being here, Kevin. You know, um, we're going to read your bio okay. if that's okay. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. It's it's still me, Ke- Kevin Barry. Oh, my gosh. Kevin. Oh. Dude, okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's great to have you here, too. Uh, the podcast is about Kevin Bacon, so I am going to read his bio. But again, man. I guess I just like you both so much, and part of me also wishes that Kevin Bacon was here, so I apologize. But I'm pretty sure that's the last time I'll mix that up for this episode. Okay. Right. No, no, I, I trust you. Cool, cool. I appreciate it. And I'm sorry if that upsets you at all, too. I'm sorry about that. You're no, I mean, red. we're both tall. We're yeah. both handsome. We yeah. like to run. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. Cool, cool, man. Awesome. Well, again, my mistake. And uh, so we're going to talk about Kevin Bacon's bio real quick. So I'm going to read it real quick. This is from IMDb. All right. So Kevin Norwood Bacon didn't know his la- uh, middle name rather was Norwood. Uh, they were born. <laughs> yeah, they were born on July 8th, 1958 uh, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, Kevin's early training as an actor came from the Manning Street. His debut as the strict chip dealer in National Lampoon's Animal House from 1978 Almost seems like an inside joke, but he managed to escape almost unnoticed from that role. Do y'all remember his brief cameo in that movie? Was it the paddle? Scene? Yeah, right. He's like the thank you, sir. May I have another, right? Correct. That's yeah, him. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. pretty sure that's him. Uh, so almost, or pretty sure that is him. Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're the experts here. Right, yeah. right, right. right. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So hmm. Kevin Bacon, he's been in a lot of roles. So some things that you might remember him from are Footloose, that we talked about briefly in the previous segment. Uh, she's having a baby, Tremors, uh, Flatliners, Apollo 13, uh, the air up there, as I mentioned, uh, <laughs> and, a, and a bunch of other yeah. things as well. So dude's been working for almost 50 years, you know, so. Right. Yeah. It's so crazy as these folks are. Tremors is my personal favorite, favorite um, Kevin Bacon film. I remember watching that. I should go back and rewatch it. There's so many scenes that jump out to me, but one of the scenes the most is there's like the, the redneck couple and the, the, the worm trimmer thing comes in through the wall and they have all the guns and they just keep pulling out the guns and at one point they pull out the elephant gun and it's just, <laughs> just a big ass gun and it's like whoa it's a kid it's like look at all those guns cool um you know what happened to me fun. was i was looking through kevin bacon's imdb trying to be like all right which one's my favorite and i realized yeah. that i had attributed roles to him that i thought were his that were not you know so for whatever mm. reason i thought that he voiced the father character in the iron giant and I don't even know where I got that from because that was not him. So I guess I just imagined that like, oh, you know, that Kevin Bacon like dad. Because when I think about like the 1950s and like the standard like adult dad man kind of character, I think of Kevin Bacon. He had nothing to do with that movie yeah. when I went back and looked through his IMDb. But would the movie be better if he was in yeah. it? Or yeah. If he was there? For sure. <laughs> I, I found myself like uh, being a little intimidated by Kevin Bacon's energy. I mean, like as a kid. You know, like, because, you know, he's like this tall, firm. I, I don't know. There was just something about it. Maybe I saw him in a movie as a kid where he's maybe a darker character. And I'm like, oh, that dude's that dude's evil. <laughs> you know, like. Right. And it wasn't until later where I'm like, oh, he's not his character. He's playing a character. He's an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Which is such a weird thing as a kid when they, when you come through. And, and, you know, people still have a hard time with that. People yell at actors on the streets yes. about roles that they've been in just a reminder to our audience that, that they're they're human beings they might not be anything 
like those characters, except in the case of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> uh, and here's some more facts that you might not know about Kevin Bacon. This is from Thrillist. Um, he was actually briefly a soap opera star from 80 to 81. He was on the CBS soap Guiding Light as a teen who had a drinking problem that became worse after he realized his girlfriend was in love with his best friend. Uh classic. If that's not classic. a soap opera story, I don't know what is. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Um, oh, man, I love me a soap opera. Um, I remember in oh, college, yeah. Did you, I, I don't know if y'all ever had this experience in Spanish class, but you would watch a television show to better understand the language. And so in college, yeah. the Spanish, so, or the it was a Mexican soap opera, sorry. The Mexican soap opera. Telenovela. The, yeah, telenovela, precisely, that we watched in class to better understand the language was La Supadora. And it was about Two mm-hmm. identical twins that switch places, and one is like ah. comes from a you know poor background but has a heart of gold, and the other one is like this rich but really evil woman. And it was an oh. awesome soap opera. Uh, it was so <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, Mark, this is Princess Switch. This is this is oh not my a gosh, similar Bill, plot. You discover something. Am I really just like? <laughs> Mistaken identities in body switching movies. It's really dude. You are all about those movies, dude. I did not this even is... like make that connection between La Supadora and The Princess Switch. I I genuinely, I genuinely rather enjoy both of those immensely. Oh man. Well, that's those are good films, and now we know. Now we can we can de- do a deep dive into Mark's taste yeah. about body swap <laughs> films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, you know, also studio studio execs. Another fact about Kevin Barry or Kevin. <laughs> we're gonna, I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with this as a fact about yeah, Kevin yeah. Barry is that studio executives didn't think Kevin that you were sexy enough for Footloose. Um, they were wrong. The Ren McCormick. The, I was. The, I was the, too young then. You know, and I'm too old. Now. So I missed my window. Right. Well, they wanted Tom Cruise or Rob Lowe to play Kevin Bacon's character, Ren, because they didn't think he was sexy enough. Um, the The movie's producer and director wanted them, actually, after putting him through a screen test, a dance class, multiple wardrobe stylings, and an expensive haircut. <laughs> that's, that's How expensive do you think the haircut was? You know, back then, in yeah. the in, gosh, when did this movie come out? Eighty movie budgets, um, yeah. eighty four. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, I, I don't know a whole lot about inflation, but I'm gonna say it was seven cents back in nineteen eighty four. That's my solid. I think that's like guess. a really good guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he also made a fake PSA advocating for male nudity. Uh, so this clip was a spoof. It wasn't real, right? But Kevin mm-hmm. Bacon has appeared naked in Wild Things and Hollow Man. So he did this as a joke. This was like a comedic PSA. Uh, and he mm-hmm. was uh, quoted as saying, the amount of people that saw it uh, seriously blows my mind. Uh, they said, you said it in that thing. And it's so clearly a joke. I mean, I'm so clearly being a smart ass. It's strange. You know, and it's like, that's like people taking Onion articles seriously, mm-hmm. right? It, it happens. But it's just one of those things. I think I kind of remember this um, as, as, you know, when... Kevin Bacon was naked because there wasn't as much male nudity mm. and there still isn't right I mean it's definitely way biased towards 
females in terms of what people will throw on on screen. Although there's some shows I feel like like Game of Thrones, or maybe well, not even that much. But uh, the one that jumps out to me is Euphoria on um, HBO. I think has probably more male nudity, and maybe I know Kevin Barry. You're a big proponent of male nudity in film and equal representation. Well, yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean. If you're going to show it, show it all, I say. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, it just makes it, it, this is a very provocative headline, right? So that's why mm, it was yeah. everywhere, I'm sure, right? That's and, a good point. Um, mm. You know, fake news is just a problem. Right. We, we're here for ridiculous news like this, <laughs> yeah. but fake news, this is this is the issue. It is. Yeah, yeah it, gets, it gets blown away. Uh, uh, Mark, what do you think? Do you think there's... Too too little uh, male nudity. More we need more less. I wish there was a way to just like make it more even. You know, just overall. Because I think you know there's the issue of people policing. You know, women's bodies is is obviously right. is like a problem right it's now. Huge. And and I yeah. I feel that a lot of that kind of goes back to how movies are rated. You know, and mm, like right and just how certain things are considered taboo or not. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. if all bodies were just kind of treated more equally, like, on screen, I feel like it would just, like, help to people being treated equally overall, you know? So, yeah. as far as, like, how much nudity appears on screen or not, like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, but it's just, like, <laughs> but, but like, it's obviously super skewed, right? And it's just, like, that's yeah. got to play into, yeah. like, the terrible inequalities that we see, like, in our legislation, you know? Right. And the way people are treated and objectified and all of these things. Yeah. And so it's like almost like, could we, could we desynthesize ourselves or, or kids from an early age? It's like bodies are natural, you know, bodies. Are, it's so, it is weird. And this is something as Americans, we all deal with, yeah. but you know, PG-13, you can like slit someone's throat yes. and show their spine being ripped out and their guts pulled out, mm. you know, but if you show a dick or some boobs, watch out. Like that's, you know, God forbid we see what we all have. Um, yeah, it's so it's such a weird thing, and it's it's so flipped from um, uh, how it is in like Europe and some other uh, cultures where it's much more not, not that people are naked all the time, but I do remember uh, being in Amsterdam and riding on the tram. Uh, this was when I was studying abroad over there, so there was a group of you know college students. Uh, in Amsterdam, and we're on the tram, and we look up at the video screens, and just nudity. It's just like a, like nude people walking around, and for Amer- us Americans, we're like, oh my god, look at that! Woo, woo, woo. And everybody else was, I don't know if we made those sounds specifically, <laughs> but <laughs> that's a very prude American sound that you made. Yes. Uh, the, I remember the Dutch folks laughing and smirking at us for being offended or not offended, but tantalized. Yeah. Uh, well, y'all, Kevin Bacon, he's also in a band called the Bacon Brothers. Uh, so since mm. 1995, uh, Bacon and his brother Michael have been recording music and performing live as the Bacon Brothers. Uh, so they mm. do like country, folk, rock. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they tour. Um, so it's, 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 it's songs. Yeah. yeah and uh we were watching, uh, Bill, you and I were watching a, a clip of Kevin Bacon just like jamming out on his guitar. And mm-hmm. he's a talented musical person, you know, and it, it makes yeah. it makes sense that he would have like a wide array of performance abilities and talents. But it's cool that, you know, he has this thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's neat. And, um, to, you know, just good to get music out. And uh, I think artists 
have the ability to do other art, but I always want to encourage all our listeners, hey, play guitar, do things, you know, like get out your artist. Even even a guy who's doing acting still finds fulfillment in playing music. He's also, beyond that, he's a spokesperson for eggs. That's right. <laughs> Kevin is that, wait, is that like a, is this like a bacon and eggs sort of thing? Yeah. Is that the okay. idea? Is that, okay. the, is that exactly. the, the gag yeah. there? Yeah. The, the quote goes, no one, nobody knows eggs better than bacon. Nice. You know, that works <laughs> on me. I'm not going to lie. That works on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good quote. But apparently Kevin Bacon isn't a big fan of puns. Uh, well, that's, do you think he's just heard too many? Is that it? I think so. Yeah. Like people Look call him the Baconator and he's like, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not. Right. I'm yeah. not here for that. Yeah. I'm not here for that at all. Yeah. I think growing up with a name, last name like Bacon, I'm sure you get a lot thrown at you. Yeah. Well, y'all, I alluded to, you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon in our previous segment. And apparently, when Kevin Bacon first found out about it, he was horrified. Uh, so he's since, mm. you know, gotten way more accustomed to it and like embraced it and all those kind of things. But decades ago, uh, a parlor game called Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon became an unlikely grassroots phenomenon among movie buffs and foretold today's social web of online connections. So the game requires players to link celebrities to Bacon in as few steps as possible uh, via the movies that they have in common. Uh, so the more odd or random the celebrity, the better. So the example that CNN used was OJ Simpson for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's just like, ooh, the ra- more random, the better. OJ Simpson, perfect. Anyway, uh, <laughs> OJ Simpson, he was in The Naked Gun 33 and a third with Olympia Dukakis, who was in Picture Perfect with Kevin Bacon. Did you all see, y'all remember that OJ Simpson cameo in that film yeah. where he's, I, I believe that's where he's coming and he keeps tripping and it's a very and it's very funny <laughs> i it's very funny it's it's very funny physical humor that he pulls off and it's a series of gags where he's like trying to kick in a door and just his foot goes in and then he puts his hand on white paint and he step you know it's just a series of stuff but it's, are we allowed to laugh are we allowed to laugh Dude, at that that's another childhood memory about that movie so i remember because they'd play it on tv a lot when i was a kid mm-hmm. and so i remember you know the OJ trial huge thing of course and so of course yeah huge and when i was younger you know it was at that time where i'm like okay you have real people then they play characters on movies sometimes it can get mm-hmm. blended together and so i remember seeing oj simpson in the naked gun movie playing on tv and i'm like wait isn't he in trouble like why is he <laughs> you know what i'm saying like how is <laughs> yeah. he showed up on tv in this movie but anyway bill yeah it's yeah. super weird seeing him in a slapstick comedy for sure yeah. Maybe they were just like counter programming, Mark. They're like, well, we can't get to trial, but we're going to show you OJ on this, you know. Dude, how weird would that be? Like, you know, you watch the trial. It's like the mid 90s. You're watching the trials, like, up oh, next, OJ Simpson. We're going to have a little. Yeah. Little behind the scenes interview with OJ about his role in the film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so so this God. game, yeah. uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, is inspired by Six Degrees of Separation, which is a theory that nobody is more than six relationships away from any other person in the world. And so the game about Kevin Bacon was dreamed up in 1994 by Brian Turtle and two classmates at Albright College in Reading, Pennsylvania. So the home state of Kevin Bacon, which is interesting. Uh, so they were watching Footloose on TV when it was followed by another Kevin Bacon movie and then another. 
So I will say that Kevin Bacon's catalog, you go through it, and it's not like Sam Jackson level in terms of like he's in all the huge movies. Oh, However, yeah. he is in movies that just get played a lot. They just do. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's got like as many like support roles as he does like leading roles, mm-hmm. you know, like he's in a lot of little roles in movies and that's what helps him branch out and, you know, be able to connect. Absolutely. So this game caught fire and it spread amongst their friends. So Turtle and his co-creators, Craig Fast and Mike Ganelli, managed to get booked on Jon Stewart's then MTV show to explain the game. Uh, yeah. And so it was through this notoriety that Bacon eventually heard about it. And he was quoted as saying, I started to kind of hear about it in strange ways. People would come up to me and touch me and say, I'm one degree. I didn't really know what was going on. That'd be awful. <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. It's often to have no context. I know. Oh, yeah. Right. It's disorienting when someone walks up to you knowing you, but they don't necessarily even like introduce themselves or whatever. So then for them to mm-hmm. walk up to you and then say like, I'm one degree, dude, that, that's be super weird um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um at that point you're just like can you just ask me for an autograph or a right. picture or something right. yeah. like why are you touching me yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and so eventually they ended up embracing it kevin bacon ended up embracing this but he also said i thought this was a cool way of him not taking himself too seriously he was quoted as saying i don't think it's a great testament to my ability as an actor my movies just happen to be on a lot and i was like <laughs> cool that's cool Amen. and you know Actually, so Kevin Bacon ended up joining an online game of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, and this is from Today.com. And so they had some fun on Twitter where they joined in the online game of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Um, And so a person online started the game on Twitter, and they started a trend. And so then eventually Kevin Bacon uh, joined in, uh, and he tweeted, would it be zero degrees for me or one degree? Uh, either way, thanks for making me smile today. Keep these coming. Yeah, what would the difference between zero degrees and one degree? That's a good question. Or I is think it, it's got to be zero, right? Because yeah, like one, if, if like you know one it. implies a connection to someone. Like you got to right. reach out to somebody, right? Yeah. I mean, are you reaching yeah. in? Maybe you're reaching in. Mm. <laughs> Dude, Kevin, that's to deep, a half full man. heart. It's a negative like, one. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, in, in audience for our audience, Mark and Kevin, have y'all met Kevin Bacon? I personally have not, but uh, I think I'm one. No, no, I have not either. Yeah. Okay. But I think I know he he came to a theater that y'all played at. So you're both at one degree. I would say fair. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which makes me. Two, I, I think, think you're also two degrees because I mean you you would know yeah. you would know people that know them yeah that's true yeah. that's true mm-hmm. all right well that makes all of our audience two, two degrees away oh snap because we're friends with y'all y'all are our friends right. dude so know now that you're two degrees away unless you might some of y'all I'm sure have met Kevin Bacon so in that case wait uh, I mean Kevin Bacon might be listening now as well so it's just like mm-hmm. we got one degree we got two degrees and we also have zero degrees. Zero degree Kevin Bacon. That's what we bring you on Ridiculous News. We'll be right back with more Ridiculous News after this short break. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. All right, y'all. So we're back and we're still talking about Kevin Bacon. We're going to go into our last segment of A Little Dessert. And we were talking about the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon game earlier. And there's actually a website you can go to called the Oracle of Bacon or oracleofbacon.org. And you can play (laughs) this Kevin Bacon game where you can search in a name and then find the uh, connection from that person to Kevin Bacon. So I'm going to the website right now. And so I'm going to type in Michael Jordan. So I wonder how Michael it's Jordan so... <laughs> is connected to Kevin Bacon. Right. So the result, this is a dot org. Yeah, this is a dot org, which dot makes org. it it's so organization. So y'all, so Michael Jordan has a bacon number of two. So Michael Jordan wow. was in space jam with Bill Murray and Bill Murray was in wild things with Kevin Bacon. Wow. Yeah. Boom. There it is. Michael Jordan. Another person I feel like is probably pretty closely connected Mm -hmm. to a lot of people Mm -hmm. um, just from his sports 
Y'all want me to try another one? If y'all did, yeah, yeah. Just in case you didn't know, he was in sports. <laughs> I, I didn't, man. I've only known uh, Michael Jordan as a Hanes underwear spokesperson. So it's just like, see, yeah. I was like, he's six foot six. Uh, <laughs> seems like he would have had a sports background. <laughs> fills out those Hanes nicely, though. You know yeah, what I mean? He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of male nudity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and get some more of those commercials back on Kevin Barry. How far away do you think uh, Harrison Ford is from Harrison Kevin Ford? Bacon? I mean, I feel like Harrison Ford's been a lot too. I, I bet he's. I bet he's two. Mm. Here we go. We're finding a link. He's got a bacon number of two. <laughs> hey, there he is. What's the connection? He uh, Harrison Ford was in Getting Straight with Elliot Gould, who was in The Big Picture with Kevin Bacon. Okay, so I'm going to do one more. Uh, so I'm going to mm-hmm. type in Kevin Barry. Oh, this oh. is great. It says zero. Oh. That does make sense, because um, the only way for yeah. it to be zero is if Kevin Barry was Kevin Bacon. Uh, hey, hey, guys. Uh, yeah, confession time. Confession what? time. It's me. It's oh, me. Yeah, second. it's me, Kevin oh, Bacon. Yeah, no, I, I was, you remember when I went deep undercover? Yes. To, in high school? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and well, I'm back undercover. Oh, Wait a second. This makes so much sense. Because, Bill, 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 remember yes. when you yeah. said you went to Italy and you saw Kevin Bacon? Y'all became friends. Yes. That means earlier in the show, when you thought you went to Italy with Kevin, you were you were correct. You went to Italy and to Spain with Kevin. You went to Italy with Kevin Bacon, but you went to Spain with wow. Kevin Barry, but they were the wow. same person. That's so crazy. And now it makes so much sense because, like, like I'd be hanging out with Kevin, and then he's like, "Hey, I gotta be gone for a couple months because I gotta go do this thing." And then a Kevin Bacon movie would come out, or he's like, you know, he would run out of the room when we were watching TV, and then there'd be a, a like a, a they'd have Kevin Bacon call into the news program. Where it's just there's there's a lot of things that's making a lot of sense. Or Bill, Bill, remember when we were watching the Kevin Bacon movie, uh, and he was in Apollo 13, and then Kevin Barry, yeah. you were there too. And we were like, wow, Kevin Bacon in Apollo 13, that's wild. He's pretty good. And Kevin, you said, I mean, I did all right. And we we're like, what? Why did you answer that from first person? <laughs> we yeah, just well, you know, even even an actor like me, you know, sometimes I, I, I slip up, you know? It's like, you know, when I when I invested with Bernie Madoff, I slipped up, mm. you know? It's a, yeah. a similar thing. Yeah. Similar thing. Fair. <laughs> well, Fair, yeah. Sorry about that again. Yeah. That was such a big lo- financial you know, loss. Well, it's got to hurt. Uh, I'm just moving forward from it, you know? I don't look in the rear view. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I forget how Kevin Bacon, you, t- you always talk in these. <laughs> you always talk in Yeah, no, you, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an actor, you know, so this is my real, real voice. Yeah. And then in, when you hear my voice inside the movie, that's a character. Man, heck yeah. Well, God, I did. I hope it's not oh, weird wow. that we continue to talk about you for a couple more stories in this segment, but uh, mm-hmm. it's an honor. No, I'll right. just go back into assuming my alter ego. Hey, we respect the actor oh, process. Great. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. All right, you know, Hold on. method, yeah. method. Oh my gosh, y'all uh, oh, um, Hey guys, I'm back. Oh my back. gosh, he literally transformed that- before our eyes, audience. That that was wild. All right, so that is that. this is a, another story about Kevin Bacon from Good Morning America. And uh, so back in 2020, uh, Kevin Bacon he touted the Six Degrees game to encourage people to practice uh, social distancing. Uh, so, uh, health experts, you, you know, they were, they, yeah, they were recommending, you know, a safe distance of six feet, uh, especially during the 
peak of the pandemic. And and, and Kevin Bacon is six feet tall. So he's like one Kevin oh, Bacon away. Oh my gosh. Right. You are six feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah. And so he started uh, an Instagram campaign called Six Degrees. And it said, hi, folks. You know me, right? I'm technically only six degrees away from you. Um, and right now, like people around the world, I'm staying home because it saves lives and it is the only way we're going to slow down the spread of this coronavirus. He went on to say, because the contact that you make with someone who makes contact with someone else, that may be what makes somebody's mom or grandpa or wife sick. And I thought that was a really clever way of just communicating how the virus is spread. I mean, how many people do you think were like, you know, sitting in, sitting in their homes and their ranch houses and well, God, now I get it. You know, they're trying to use them government government words to use it, but all you know, it just took Mr. Kevin Bacon and a little bit of that fancy foot dancing to make me finally connect that I don't want Granny because she's only a couple degrees around Kevin Bacon. He used to come in town and eat PBJ sandwiches down at Larry's Larry's shop. Man, if only now if I only know. that's how it went down, that would be that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if only, yeah. if only. Well, you know, Kevin Bacon. Moving on to a, another great story about uh, Kevin Bacon, who's here on the podcast, but playing Kevin Barry. Uh, Kevin Bacon was inspired by Paul Newman's tomato sauce to start his own charitable social network. Um, very interesting. He said, I was at a point where there was a lot that I saw that was going wrong in the world, and I was feeling frustrated I wasn't doing enough. I didn't know what to do, and I was feeling spread thin. I was thinking about the environment. I was thinking about hunger. I was thinking about animals. I was thinking about cancer. Man, Kevin... You were thinking about a lot of he's got a lot on his mind. Heavy things. Yeah, sure. I mean, I got, I've got to, I've got to think about all this. You know, mm. this, these are real <laughs> issues in the world. Yeah. Amen. It's true. Amen. Amen. Yeah. There's only one person that can do something about it, and it's you. <laughs> and you know, you were lucky, lucky to get a dose of inspiration to pair with this motivation, uh, because you said in this article about how one day you literally opened up the refrigerator, saw the Paul Newman's face on the jar of tomato sauce, and thought to myself, well. Paul is someone I always looked up to. He came up with this concept. He liked to make sauce, and he's raised hundreds of millions of dollars for charity. And he thought about the Six Degrees concept and the staying power of it, and so he created SixDegrees.org, not just an industry concept, but a concept of connectivity between people in our neighborhoods and our communities. Very nice. Thanks, Kevin. That's cool. You know, I think as we talk about Kevin Barry, some things that have come to mind or things that Mm -hmm. seem to come up in these stories is like, hey, he's this actor, a working actor blew up, had like a, you know, great career, is continuing to have this great career. But he seems to be someone that can, you know, handle a joke about himself, tries not to take himself too seriously. I like the off-camera Kevin Bacon as well as his, as, as his on-camera performances. Uh, so thank, well, thank you, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you for, you know, and that, that reminds us... Um, Either I realize you're method acting, and so you're as Kevin Barry right yeah, now. That's true. So, yeah. so as Kevin Barry, how can folks support Kevin Barry? Where can folks find more Kevin Barry? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm Kevin Barry Draws. That's Barry B A R R Y. Um, and I post all kinds of fun uh, illustrations and some little animations that I make um, there. So that's a good place. Yeah, and they're really cool. Like uh, Kevin does stuff with his son Jake, and uh, really silly. A lot of if you like superheroes, 
if you have a younger kid and you want them to have a really cool way to learn the alphabet or a reminder that it's okay because even Batman takes a bath, um, there's some great, amazing stuff that Kevin's put on there. And check it out. Yeah. And uh, we'll move on to our uh, next segment, Spring of Inspiring Inspiration. So this is where we like to wrap things up, but give you an inspirational quote to walk away with. And so this one is, of course, from Kevin Bacon, and it is as follows. Uh, Part of being a man is learning to take responsibility for your successes and for your failures. You can't go blaming others or being jealous. Seeing somebody else's success as your failure is a cancerous way to live. What motivated you to make that quote, Kevin? Well, first of all, Mark, I couldn't have said that better myself. Thank you for for sharing that. Um, you know, um, when you lose a role in mm-hmm. in a movie, sometimes you feel like, oh, well, you know, you're looking over to the left and the right. Mm-hmm. What, what are they up to? You know, what's what's Tom Hanks doing now? But mm-hmm. you got to just remember that it's about me and saying, hey, I'm okay inside here. Mm. And you can't compete. You only compete with yourself. You can't compete with others. You know? Love it. Damn. Damn. I feel like you took that and you won up that, Kevin Bacon. You, you, you do tend to speak in parables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll be coming out with a new uh, book of poems here. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's exciting. That's super exciting. When does that drop? Yeah, still in the works. Still in the works. <laughs> Take think, your time, man. You know. Take your time. There's no, there's no due dates with genius, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Genius That's has it. no due date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't force that. I mean, you know, you, you got, you, we're still waiting on the Game of Thrones book. Um, <laughs> for, all, for all you amazing listeners out there, thank you so much. Y'all are awesome. And we love having you tune into the show. It means the world to us. And um, Kevin Barry and Kevin Bacon, means so much for you to be here as well. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. And I, I'll see you out there. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you out there at, at the theaters. <laughs> Movies, only in theaters. <laughs> only in theaters. <laughs> only in theaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, y'all, you can stay in touch with us as well. So you can email us at ridiculousnews at iheartmedia.com. And on Facebook and IG, follow Ridiculous News. And you can check out our comedy videos at Mark Kendall Comedy. Bye, y'all. See you later. Ridiculous News is hosted by Mark Kendall and Bill Worley. Executive producers are Ben Bolin and Noel Brown. Produced and edited by Tari Harrison. Research provided by Casey Willis. And theme music by Four Eyes and Dr. Delight. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. 
this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.